Mother's Day. I am thrilled to have you joining me again this week for Speak on That. I am your host, Joe Patterson, and we're going to have a great time today. I have some very, very special, very important guests joining me later on throughout the program, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Celebrate your mom, celebrate your wife, celebrate the woman in your life who has impacted you in such a way. Some have had relationships with their mothers that weren't just fairy tale, picture perfect, and storybook. That's amazing. And for those of you who had relationships with your mom that weren't so ideal and weren't something that you wanted to write home about, that's okay too. Whatever your situation is, we're going to celebrate mothers in all shape, form, and fashions today on Speak On That. I'll be back with more. You'll want to stay tuned. Speak On That is a weekly podcast airing at patreon.com. Won't you please follow our podcast and consider becoming a patron today. There are different tier levels of benefits that you can select, which allows you to be as engaged as you choose to be. You can also find me on Instagram at speakonthatjoepat. You can also find previously aired episodes at our YouTube page, Speak On That. Now back to today's show. episode six. I'm so excited. We're doing really, really good. And we're going into Mother's Day weekend. So our focus is on all things mom. And I'm excited. My family's doing something. I know that they're thinking of ways to surprise me. And you know what? I am so grateful this year. We have been through so many ups and downs, so much going on um, with the pandemic and whether or not we're still in the pandemic and, you know, just being mindful of just how good God has been to us. Um, Some of our family and friends and co-workers and people that we know in our neighborhood um, have not been as fortunate. Some uh, of us have lost our moms. My mom passed away in 2012. Um, So it has been a minute and um, still there are days where something that she used to say or something that I smell in the air, some some juicy something, you know, for a Sunday dinner. And it puts me right back in the mind of mama, mama. Some of a baby's first words, you know, if we start out babbling and, you know, dads will argue that it's dada. <laughs> and some dads are right. But sometimes, sometimes the words, the very first words that we formulate are that of mama and our babies hold their arms out because they know that mama represents love and nurturing and sacrificing they're the healers oftentimes in our family structures counselors nurses cultivators chauffeurs (laughs) referees and 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 many of our fathers are as well but today 
yeah we're talking about mama and so i was just thinking back to some of my favorite songs and you know the song from soul food mama you know i love you and then you know with tupac dear mama which i love i was just you know blasting that a little bit earlier just getting into the vein of what i wanted to share with you today and i do have some surprise guests <laughs> and i'm so excited um, because i got to hear a little bit of some love that was shared with me. I tried to drag my children on this show, but you know, I have a few introverts and some that with very busy schedules and another young man that um, he's going to be generating a podcast of his own soon. Um, but I was able to grab them and get just a little bit of how they feel about mama, at least on audio. And I'll be sharing that with you throughout, just sprinkled throughout the program. So in this podcast, it's an homage. It's a celebration of the women in our lives. For every hand that's rocked the cradle, for every girl that's run the world, for the CEOs to mama who's at this senior or winter years of her life and she has poured out until she can pour no more. Now it's our turn to love on you. And what better way to do that than to say, I love you. I appreciate you. I just want to do something to remember you. Again, it's been a very tough year, a lot going on in this world, from politics to religion, from um, natural disasters, all of the above. But what we want to do is take the time to celebrate the people that are in our lives because a lot of times we look up and we do not take time to smell the roses or to give the roses while those that we love are within our possession. I was not expecting to hear the phone call that I heard the morning that I was informed that my mother had passed away. Um, mine was not your typical mother-daughter story and for some of you you already know a little bit of my testimony some of it God is still revealing to me himself because you know when you suffer some things it takes um, a while for the healing for uh, for things to be mended and most of all for forgiveness for you to let go of something that you held on to and that you faulted your parents for or your mom for in particular since we're talking about Mother's Day. And I remember standing in the kitchen and I don't know exactly what it was and I just had one of those moments. It might have been a cake I was baking or something just that happened, you know, in, in my general vicinity. and. I thought about my mom in a different way. See, when you're a kid, it's like, you know, you got a lot of resentment. You know everything and mom does everything wrong and she's not cool and she's embarrassing you or, you know, why you got to be so mean? Why does curfew have to be at this time? You know, just ease up off of me. And we have all of these feelings, you know, that we want to um, project because we feel that mama is being, you know, this, this, um, this evil villain in our lives. But I was standing in the kitchen and I had a memory of her or caught a, a glimpse of her, whether God allowed it or not. And it brought tears to my eyes because I just had to stop and remember her not in the way that I was accustomed to, but to look at this single mom 
with three kids. Now she didn't start out like that. Her and my father were married until um, I was a, t a toddler's age. He went off to the military and some other things transpired. So it was my older brother and I, and um, some things happened that caused a strain in their marriage. Some things had been happening, tell the truth, that caused a further strain on their marriage. Um, and eventually they ended up divorcing, you know. And so mom and uh, us three kids, uh, my grandfather would call her cat and her kittens. I had a younger sister as well, and, and uh, we have same moms, different dads, and that's another story for another day. But um, I remember her piecing together what she could of an apartment, piecing together what she could of meals, um, taking us to the doctors, taking us to the dentist, school pictures, um, new clothes for every school year. And y'all, I, I can't tell you, I know how hard, I've had to struggle sometimes with a husband, okay? Uh, with a, a very, you know, uh, very involved, very engaged, very supportive husband. And we've had some times where our faces were to the wall and we were crying out to God. And I watched this woman, not all the time understanding when I was a child, um, what she was going through, uh, what she had on her plate, the challenges she was faced with, um, robbing Peter to pay Paul, as they say, you know, uh, trying to get the money ordered together so she could pay the rent. And while I thought about it later, because hindsight 2020, you feel like, you know, mom, you know, we should be doing better than this and why are the lights off or why are why is our furniture on the curve and you know why didn't I get you know everything I wanted for back to school and I thought about it later on in my life and I said well how selfish of you just <laughs> really how, how could you how selfish of you because I thought about all the things my mom found a way and y'all, she still took people in, uh, made uh, pallets on the floor or sofa beds and fixed meals. And there was always somebody stopping by for a meal or if they needed a place to stay. And when I tell you my mom would make a way, and with the little that we had, she did not believe in keeping a messy house. The floors were always clean, the dishes were always clean, the carpet was swept, and everything was put in its place. It wasn't a whole lot to be put in its place, but it was put in its place because my mom saw her home as a reflection of who she was, and with what she had, she made do. <clears throat> so I'm in the kitchen, had this thought of her, and rather than seeing her the way that I used to see her with resentment and bitterness because of what I didn't get, how about this? I was able to see her for the mom, the bomb mom, I mean, that really held our family together. We were never put in CPS. Nobody ever um, ended up in some kind of police custody. My mom, with all the issues that she had, with all the trauma that had been done to her, even in her childhood that I didn't find out about until my adult years, this woman held our household together the best way she possibly could. 
And it's not fair in her not being here in her defense to give my side of the story and tell all the dirt on what I felt like she had done wrong. Let me tell you this, today I wanna to talk about what she did right. I wanna talk about how she um, would not accept janky report cards. I don't care if she understood the math that I was doing or not. I don't care if she understood the history assignments that I had or the science or the biology. My mom expected us to have stellar grades. My mom expected us to have our homework in on time. My mom expected us to be at school on time every day. We didn't have, you know, well, I'm not going to school today. That was not an option. My mom had to work. So if it wasn't a snow day or some reason for us to be out of the school, out of the school because the school called for it, then your hips were making your way down the sidewalk or to the school bus or across the street, whatever the case was, because you were going to be in school that day. And a lot of times we received perfect attendance <laughs> because mama didn't play that. And so just looking at my own children, a lot of what I, I, I feel that I am speaking to my kids a lot of what i say sometimes i hear her voice back and, and it's a trigger you know it's a it used to be a bad trigger but not so much anymore because i'm like you know what you had it together in more ways than i ever knew the wisdom that she gave us even though she didn't have all the tools that she needed in parenting us um, not the way society looks at it now the culture of the thing, the, the, the money sense, the investing, the putting something back for the next generation. Um, my mom's generation was not one where the woman was the female entrepreneur and she bossed up and put on her lashes and weaved out and, and went into the world and made things happen. No, 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 no. My mom uh, was the, was the, was the, she was the blue collar worker. You know, she had to go into often male-dominated uh, uh, corporations and environments. And um, she was a beautiful woman, very beautiful woman, uh, very sassy. Uh, remind me a lot of the character on Everybody Hates Chris, his mom with, uh, you know, my man got two jobs. <laughs> so when she and my father were married, a lot of times she didn't have to work she wanted to be i think she was for a period of time a dental hygienist and if mama didn't feel like working hey my man got two jobs and she would give them the what for and be out the door and of course you know my father <laughs> had to deal with that part of her <clears throat> but <clears throat> she had a way about her and so oftentimes it led to a lot of sexual harassment in the workforce. Um, it led to, you know, just a lot of, of traumas that today we have HR, <clears throat> excuse me, we have people that we can call on and look to to say, hey, this is wrong. Um, I'm offended. I have a grievance. I want to file a report or I want to press charges. And many times those are things that should have been done in my mother's defense, but that wasn't um, afforded her in that uh, time and, and, and situation. So today I just want to talk about some things that, um, that led me to remember her as you're remembering your moms this weekend, your grandmas, big mama, my dear, auntie, the mentors, the godmommies, the, the glamas, all of those important women 
in your life for every hand that's ever uh, touched you in such a way uh, that that's loved you and encouraged you that's put money down for you or when money wasn't available that prayed for you that praying mama somewhere in your life and I know you can find her I look back through my life and even in the places and spaces where my mom or my grandmother wasn't present there was an aunt there was a teacher there was somebody at my church there was some type of community leader and we did this exercise once before we were getting ready for a new semester with um, the debutantes at my church and I was one of the mentors for that uh, season and we were given an exercise where we were to look at different stages of our lives and identify different women who had influenced us in such a way and I was able to go from kindergarten all the way to you know my adult years and even looking back past kindergarten to miss menifee in preschool um who who uh let me you know be the teacher's help and dust the erasers and take names when she left out the room and and help out after school and she always told me how pretty i was and how smart i was and she always encouraged me and for my aunt jonelle of you know, I'm her namesake, and, and um, my name is Joe, my middle name, Nell, and uh, all the care and the love, and in honor of her, as well as my mother today. Uh, she was like my summertime mom. Oftentimes, I would go off to stay with her, sometimes during the summer, and she was an impeccable seamstress. I mean, if you saw it in a department store, she could make it at home. The lining and everything. And she was just a tremendous um, support in my life. Uh, my grandmother who gave me my spiritual foundation because if you stayed at Mama Jimmy's house, guess what? Sunday morning, you would go into Mama Jimmy's church service. <laughs> and all the time, my grandfather would sit and he'd just shake his head because he wasn't fooling with them church devils, as he would say. But my grandmother made sure we had our dresses pressed and our shoes shined and our hair in curls. And we went Sundays um, with her to church. And so that sowed a seed in me where I didn't have a strong spiritual foundation in my mother's house. Um, but uh, I, I was able to have those um, that introduction of Christ into my life through my grandmother and other people that God connected me with. And don't get me wrong, I won't say not through my mother because even though it wasn't something, my mom was a praying mom and she was a teacher. My mom always taught us in the home. So whatever they taught us in school, um, she, she supplemented. She supplemented with um, the, the days of the month. I knew how to write and read when I was three, two and three years old. I remember my mom giving us instructions and we had little records that we would play and sing the little songs and uh, just amazing woman in her own right and I think that's what developed my love for teaching as well remembering mama I remember the food that she would cook I remember today that I cannot make my banana pudding <laughs> unless I make it from scratch I don't do box mixes and there's a certain 
love that went into every homemade from scratch homemade custard that my grandmother which passed down to my mom would make and her lemon cakes and German chocolate and oh she loves sweets and I know that's where I get my sweet tooth from you see I'm, I'm getting nostalgic already because I'm remembering mama just take the time and be present think about your mom today think about her influence in your life even if there was something lacking, there's always something good. God will not leave himself without a remnant. There's always something good that we can point to and say, you know what? Yeah, that was really, really bad, but I remember. Or, you know, that was tragic and that traumatized me. But I remember there's always something good in even the most um, horrible of circumstances. Um, whether through our moms directly, if that's not you. Um, a lot of times I think I talk myself into believing that there was nothing good that came out of my childhood. And there was some very, very harsh things. There were some very, very tragic things. Um, but there was a lot of good as well. And so I want to share with you just some clips that were shared with me by my wonderful children. Those are my special guests. And uh, I'll be back um, after um, one of the introductions. But what I really want you to hold on to, because I got carried away faster than I thought I would, just remembering mama, you know, just remembering. It wasn't all good, but you know what? It wasn't all bad either. And I appreciate her. I appreciate the work that she put in. I appreciate the staying power. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the tenacity. I appreciate the willingness, even with everything that was stacked against her. My mama held our family together and she wasn't oftentimes accepted or included. She was never considered that woman. Uh, but for my mom, for who she was, to the people that I've talked to in my family, for the cousins and them that needed a place to stay or a little bit of change so they could make it through the week and have some gas money or whatever. Or sometimes when she was younger, if you just needed somebody to take her earrings off and get into the fight, <laughs> she was really good for that as well. Uh, remembering my stepmom, remembering how she took me in, how she accepted me as a daughter. Um, yeah, let, let's get to some of that audio and I'll be back with you. We're going to remember mama. To me, my mom being present in my life means she is someone who will always be there for me no matter the circumstances. She, as well as my dad, had a big impact on my life and how I see the world and how I treat others. There are special moments like road trips, vacations, and celebrations that will always remind me to be thankful that I have someone like her to talk to and spend my time with. She is one of the strongest women I know and she is very patient, loving, and has always been a wonderful role model to me and my siblings. Wow, that was my beautiful daughter, Johanna. So you know I had to collect myself right. 
there is a quote, I think it's anonymous, so I'd give you the name for sure, but it says, by the time a mother realizes her mother was right, she has a daughter who thinks she's wrong. <laughs> Man, that says so much, but when my daughter blessed me with this audio, I kind of sent them off to their separate cor corners and everybody came back to me at different times and, and shared what they had to share. Mom, I sent it in an email. Mom, I downloaded it as the audio file. And, you know, I couldn't wait. I almost wanted to hold them all until Mother's Day. But since the podcast, I would love to share these beautiful love notes with my Patreon family. Um, and I hope that that blesses you because I remember being a daughter who didn't think a whole lot at times of the mothers that were trying to get me right and keep my head on straight. And uh, yeah, I think I made it hard for um, a lot of wonderful moms that God had blessed me with and uh, felt that I was just, you know, smarter than them, uh, that, uh, you know, there's nothing new under the sun, as I tell my kids now, but I thought I knew every trick in the book and knew how to pull the wool over their eyes. And uh, yeah, but they had something for me and I'm glad they did because it made me a better woman. So uh, hold on just a second and I'm going to grab another one of my audio clips from another one of my VIP guests and I'll be right back. I think what mom means to me is something like a forerunner, someone who proceeds before the development of somebody or something else. And I see my mom as somebody who did that really early in my life. And the challenges that I faced, um, she helped me through everything made sure that I was on the right path as much as possible and I'm thankful for that and I believe that without her life would have been much different especially after events involving my mom's health but I love her very much and I appreciate every little thing that she's ever done for me because I can't imagine a world without a mother and it's hard to compre even comprehend something like that. So what mom means to me is an important person, somebody that protects you and guides you through things that they've already intercepted just to make sure you're growing the way God intended you to grow. I don't know about y'all, but it is becoming harder and harder to finish this podcast because uh, I'm hearing these audios for the first time as I was um, doing the editing, you know, for our session today. And uh, man, thank you, Jordan, my baby boy. You hear that amazing baritone, my father was the same way I mean just voice deep as the ocean and um, the spirit to match and I'm trying to collect my thoughts because wow 
you know, when you, um, when you're in it, you don't understand the value that you bring to the lives of your children. You know, we're remembering mama, but at the same time, I'm having the opportunity to hear um, straight from my kids' hearts to mine how they feel about me. And, you know, accepting that, not um, feeling that you deserve it. Uh, while I was listening to it, just really um, learning to love myself because so many times as parents, we feel that we've gotten it wrong or we think about the mistakes that we've made or maybe I could have handled this situation different or I didn't get to give my children everything that I wanted to give them and what happens when they leave the nest and they go off into their adult lives, which my husband and I are in that stage of life where uh, we have one that's already living on his own and you'll hear from him shortly and our Jordan is getting ready to graduate, really, as a birthday gift to itself, graduating with his bachelor's from UT Arlington right around December, right around the time of his birthday. And um, our baby girl entering her senior year. I had to say that out loud so I can pinch myself that we're really in this moment, her senior year of high school. Um, they're all four years apart, and um, God has just blessed us. By the way, Joshua's finishing his master's degree. He has a few semesters left with that. And um, if you knew where I came from, if you knew where I came from, and um, the things that I had to encourage myself in and strive to achieve, to hear him say, forerunner, just so blessed my life because the things that I was out running were the things that chased me, the things that I chased after. I did come before them. I came before them with intention, with purpose to make sure that I left something strong in the earth, that I left a legacy, that I left a trajectory, that I left a runway for them to taxi off of and not make the same mistakes that I made. That's what mothers do in our lives, whether biologically or through mentorship or through fostering or through adoption. However mama came to be in your life, let that be such a gift that you want to give to the next generation, either out of what you had or what you didn't have. But be mindful of those that are coming up under you. You know, I remember it said years ago, if you should fall, that everything that's coming up under you gets crushed. I made it up in my mind at the early stages of, being a mom, that I'm not going to kill my, my legacy, my future. I'm not going to kill the destiny, uh, the heritage that God has given me uh, in the earth. Uh, I'm going to train them up in the way that they should go so that when they are old, as you heard my son a moment ago, they will not depart from it. That episode that he was talking about that happened some years ago with my health back in 2009, I 
at turning 41. It was December. It was actually the week of Christmas. And I had a heart attack. Get this, that I didn't even feel. Didn't know I had had it. Had a few symptoms the morning after and um, went to the emergency room just to check, you know, because I'd never felt like that before. Nothing in my heart, nothing in my chest, nothing in my shoulder, my neck, um, just a little squeezing around my wrist and, and uh, had had a heart attack for mine. One of my arteries was 95% blocked and I had not so much as had the flu at this time. So a uh, very shocking and traumatic experience, uh, but that one was the one that rebuked the devil <laughs> and prayed for my life and fought back death for me. So Jordan, I so love and appreciate you and you as well, Johanna. Um, ladies, when you struggle to look in the mirror, when you have to you, you have a, a problem genuinely, genuinely admiring the woman that's looking back at you. When you are so hard on yourself and really looking for any reason to say, not me or why me, that self-evaluation shouldn't be one that cripples you and keeps you from succeeding. That self-evaluation is just taking a deep look and who you are authentically, who you are as an individual, that you know your worth, that you know your values, that you know what's important to you, and that you look past the surface, past clothes, past makeup, past your body image, that you look past those shallow things and look into your own self and think, who am I? As I remember the women in my life, as I remember mama, if I'm a mother myself or I have influence in the lives of young men and young women around me, what is the impact that I want to leave in their lives? It's more than putting pillows and curtains and baking a Sunday dinner. It's more than showing up at the school it's more than making sure that they get off to college well. Making a home is, is leaving an environment or creating an environment where your children are nourished, where they're firmly planted and rooted. It's a song I love from years ago that said, let my love give you roots as you find your wings, as God gives you your wings. So they're always rooted in that. You, you seek to build a firm foundation and then let them grow, let them, let them explore, let them become the creative, loving, amazing human beings that they were intended to be. But that starts with you loving yourself. That starts with you realizing the value that you bring to the table. And, and that's enough of what I want to share. Um, so many women, too many women to name. I spoke about my stepmom earlier. Um, Margaret, just a wonderful, wonderful woman that my dad married and is still very much my bonus mom to this day. Her and my bonus siblings, <laughs> my brothers and sisters, um, 
my brother Greg, who has an amazing wife, who has amazing sons, they're my nephews, and, and uh, my sister Nikki, um, wonderful mom, uh, son in the military, daughter that's a wonderful mother herself, new mommy, and a loving wife, and uh, amazing. I think she's working on her master's as well. My other nephew, Bailey, that's a doctor working in oncology, I believe, or radiology, oncology, and he's uh, an awesome young man, a black doctor in a white coat, y'all. And um, again, when I look back over where we all came from, I'm applauding mama. You are an amazing woman. You did that. And I salute you. I salute you in this heavenly Mother's Day for everything you gave me and for the things I thought I needed. But you put a press and a drive and a fight in me that made me go after things I never dreamed I would attempt to go after. I love you. I love you, Mama. I love you, Mama Jimmy. I love you, Jonelle. I love you, Margaret. I love you so much. Thank you, Sherilyn. Thank you, Demetria. Thank you so much for what you do for your families day in and day out. It does not go unnoticed. And I do continually pray for you. Thank you, Carol, for raising half a Grand Prairie, if not all. Thank you for every mom that's ever come through your doors. Thank you to Ashley, uh, one of my daughters in the Lord and my God babies. Thank you for taking care of Mason and Genevieve and being such a great mommy. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, uh, Gina. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And the list goes on. Thank you, thank you. There's so many moms. I don't want to keep calling out names because I know I'll forget someone, but you know who you are. And I have to say to the ladies on my team with Sarah's girls, thank you, LaTanya. Thank you, Lavelle. Thank you. Um, Jan, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, Carol Kilgore, thank you for all the seeds you've sown. Thank you, Ashaki, for being such an amazing mom. And y'all, I'm letting it get away from me, but you know who you are, you know I love you, and you know I represent you today. And thank you because everything that you are have made me the woman that I am. Thank you, Mrs. Jakes, thank you so much. For the women of GLL, thank you for all of my sisters that make it happen every day and that pour into the lives of women and teens and young women and little girls. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. To every aunt, to every mentor, to every godmom, to every school teacher, to Miss Menifee, to the women in my church, to my sisters in Christ to my sisters in business I love you and I thank you and I salute you so let's enjoy this last audio file from my son Joshua and um, I'll be back after that to close us out home to me is a state of being in which you are in your element 
So in my opinion, to be home is to be at a place where you're operating at your fullest potential, not just in terms of your physical ability, but also your mental state. You're at a place where mentally everything that you do is led with a conviction. So for me to be home is to be in a state of being where you're doing everything that you are meant and created to do to the absolute best of your ability. It's sort of like the Disney Pixar movie Soul where they described what it meant to quote unquote be in the zone and they showed all these different athletes, musicians, uh, and other people in their different career fields uh, operating at the peak of their capacity. So for me to be home is to be at a place where you're not just at the top of your power but also at the top of your passion. You're doing what God has called you to do to the fullest of your ability and also you have a full love for what you are doing. So for me to be home is to truly and fully be yourself. I think that this idea of home being a sort of zone, really being a place where one is in their element, I think this connects to mothers in that mothers create a, a whole atmosphere, a whole family culture uh, through what they do. I think it's easy for mothers to underestimate the impact and the influence that they have on their husbands and their children. You can tell a lot about a family um, even by way of the manner in which the mother operates. So, you know, for a mother, for her uh, to establish home for a family or for her to symbolize home, I think that just really involves um, everything that she does in terms of caring uh, for her family. Uh, it's not a matter of something that's like a form of cultural standard as far as what she's necessarily supposed to do. It's what's a natural extension of her personality and her character uh, in her being that really contributes to the overall identity of the family. So yes, mother does create a very vital zone and important zone in terms of family identity. Well, if I do or say any more, I am going to be a ball of tears. Thank you so much, honey. I love you, Joshua, and I really appreciate you. And um, we'll talk more after that. I'm so overwhelmed and so full. Um, I, I love my children. I, I love being a mom and I love celebrating mothers. I love remembering mama. I want to read one more quote for you ladies. Um, and it's uh, by Sophia Loren. And it says, when you are a mother, you are never really alone in your thoughts. A mother always thinks twice, once for herself, and once for her child. I hope you've enjoyed our podcast for this Mother's Day weekend. This is episode six of Speak On That. I am your host, Joe Patterson, and I truly enjoyed bringing you this bit of encouragement. So that's all I have for you today. I hope you join me again next Friday. Have a blessed, peaceful, restful, and wonderful Mother's Day. Speak On That is a weekly podcast on Patreon.com where we discuss trending topics, important issues, and the culture, and so much more. Thank you to those of you who have already become patrons to my podcast. And I hope that those of you that are considering will go ahead and join on today. You're missing out on some incredible interviews and talks. Thank you for your support of this podcast. Have a great week. Thank you.